McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, Now the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio for the next two hours. DJ Damon is alongside with his lunch pail. He's going to stay over there, out of the limelight, Mm -hmm. out of the picture, because he's consuming lunch. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He he knows what he's eating too. Yeah, and I've already talked to him about it. We've so already have I. Had a, I've already had that off, conversation. Off the air discussion. And you know, whatever happens from here, happens from here. You know, DJ Damon is older than us, but sometimes I feel like we're raising him. No, you know, no, no. We're trying to help him. That, we are trying to do that. We're just trying to help him. Well, that's is that what a parent does? I don't know. You would know better than I do. <laughs> I don't know. I did walk into that. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that what a parent does? I have no. I really don't know. I've been raised. Well, you you have never raised parents. anyone. You have so parents. you know. I wouldn't know about that. So I mean, you tell me. You trying to help? <laughs> yes. This, this little person in your house here is that what you're? Yeah. you're well, yeah. Okay. Well, I, well, I know you're trying to help them, but you know, it doesn't feel like I'm doing it. No, it, you know, just other things happen along the way. So sometimes it feels like a failure. Then sometimes you know you, you try to help, then but ultimately people make their own decisions. So you know, yeah. Whatever happens from here happens from here. Baby birds got to fly sometimes. No, you know, listen, you try, and then people decide they're going to do what they're going to do. But baby so okay. bird over there, you know, uh, aka Damon, he's, has, not a, he's not a baby he's bird. Not, he's got all his feathers and everything. Like, Plenty. He's not a, I'm tired he's of being a baby. talked about. He just didn't, I'm tired of being talked about. He didn't Who's get, talking about He this? didn't get plucked <laughs> out of his egg just like two days ago. No. Baby bird's been in that nest. He, for a long time. He is fully aware of what he's doing. <laughs> That's why I got a Sprite to wash it all uh-huh. down. Yeah, okay. Just, just burn off. The is, that, is, that, is that what works? Is that, <laughs> is that, what, hopefully today. Is that what works in the past? <laughs> you know, because you haven't, is that what's, that's, yeah, that's, that's been the missing piece because you haven't had the Sprite before today. Well, right, right. He it, does it today. Yeah, okay. out yeah, yeah. That's not a Sprite, by the way. <laughs> no, but he has to say yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Thing. All right, then. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good yeah, story. Right, right. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Just me, you know. My, uh, our investigation revealed <laughs> that, uh, in fact, that was not a Sprite next to Damon King. And I did order less of what I No, oh, yes. Mm. All right. Okay. Now that you didn't put me out front there. Yeah. But welcome yeah. in today's show. Yes, well, then, yes yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Brought you by nobody. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not true. It's not true. We got oh. we got plenty of people. By, by the way, we'll be talking to somebody next yeah. hour. Yes, we are. Excited about that. A little suggestion. Here we from go. Us. Could be good. Oh, by a, the way, let me send a shout a big out. Party to, weekend, man. Let's send a shout out to your sponsor, actually Sylvester Armour. He said he's listening to y'all yesterday. By the way, so shout out to him, Armour Realty. Okay, right. absolutely. Black History Moment. Just Justin, you did a good job with those. Uh, well, well, thank you. I was set up well. Yeah, you know the yeah, person. Producer is really good. Yeah, the person who put me in good position there. Even though they were surprised by my performance, I was not. You know, it's a story for a different day. Let's get to sports talk before uh, we veer way off. The Ian Rappaport. There. there we go. There we go. NFL Network, NFL.com. Yes. Has uh, tweeted out that former Raiders interim OC, 
Bo Hardigree. Your guess is as good as mine. Is expected to be hired as the new Titans quarterback coach under Brian Callahan. This is according to sources. Hardigree became uh, Las Vegas' interim OC in week nine. Um, Remember, they had a little coaching shuffle in the middle of the season. I am aware of that. And then after that, the Raiders averaged 23 points per game, ranking them inside the top half of the league. And they did that uh, with... What Aiden Hill? Yeah, a is fourth that, round Aiden pick. Hill? Aiden Hill is that, or did I just mess that up with the Vegas mm. goaltender? Yeah, I think I did. Wrong team, same city, yeah. same market. Yeah, that's, that's, that's well, wait a minute. What, did I get it right? Yeah, Raiders quarterback. I don't know. Uh, Raiders uh, QB. You know, fourth round. He was. I, I do remember he was a fourth round guy um, for the Raiders. He's uh, Aiden O'Connell. Aiden. I said Aiden Hill. See. <laughs> I messed it up. Aiden O'Connell. He's Aiden O'Connell. Wrong Aiden. Same market. Yes. Fourth round pick. Did a pretty good job with him. Yes. Now, you know, wasn't he a quarterback when they put up 60 something at one point earlier in the year with, um, you know, as the the quarterback there? I mean, he, he was, at one point, the Raiders were really flying. You know they were so hit and miss uh, was the problem with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at one point, they when they hit on all cylinders, boy, they hit on all cylinders. Uh, they beat the Chiefs for the first time in a long time uh, with Antonio Pierce, and I really do think Darren uh, that game over the Chiefs is when he got that job. Mm-hmm. That that's when he was hired. Now I don't know why it took him so long to make it official to the point where he was interviewing with other teams. But if I were the Raiders, I would have announced it. If not that night, the next day, I would have I would have shown up to the press conference and you know ripped the interim tag off of them there at the at the post game presser. Um, you know, if I if I were the Raiders, you know, it, for the first time in a long time. So, um, you know, it could be a good land for the Titans. So let's let's see, let's see. Listen, we're starting over again. We're hitting the reset button. We'll see. Tennessee got a big win last night. Over. They did. LSU. That was um I mean they were at home, so obviously they were they were a big favorite, but that was, it was an impressive win by them. It was. One, one by, by twenty. Twenty points. Yeah. And Dalton Connect with twenty seven. Yeah. Uh and, and it just keeps rolling on. Twenty seven, seven, and six. Mm-hmm. To be exact. Hey. You know, when when he's clicking, they're they're very tough to deal with because they're already a good defensive team. Um with um the the, the UT coach last week making the statement that their game, that their their aim is to limit teams to 63. If he feels like they score over 63, that's a that's a failure in his mind. Well, that's the I, way I he know, phrased but, it. But Rick Rick has got to understand that the game has changed. It's just like all sports. Yeah. We've talked about it in hockey. We've talked about it in the NFL. We've talked about it in college football. Scoring is up. Baseball, is. I mean scoring is up. NBA, watch an NBA game. It's starting to feel like the, you know, Back in the day, watching the Denver Nuggets throw yeah. up 170 a night. Yeah. I mean, it's some of these games are crazy. Look, it's just college basketball is no different. We just saw Tennessee go into Rupp Arena on Saturday and hang 103 on them. We saw Kentucky yeah. turn around, come here on Tuesday night, and score 109 at Memorial yeah. Gym. You know, this just in, I understand. These are NBA is scores. These scores are insane. Yeah. And so... Rick, maybe that was the case 10 years ago or maybe even five years ago, but today's game, good luck trying to hold people. And I look, it's 
it's a credit to Lamont Paris, right, in South mm-hmm. Carolina. Mm-hmm. They are actually doing that. Yes. They they are doing an unbelievable job, and that is coming straight from, again, that Bo Ryan tree and that defense, that style that they've had. Have they had success over the years? Yes. Have they been extremely boring to watch, if I'm being honest? Yes. <laughs> because they could win 56 to 50. <laughs> That's not that exciting. No. I'm sorry. No, it's not good. Not sorry. But, uh, you know, they gave up 68, but they were, they were up 23 at the half. They were totally in control. The other big game, again, and here we are, Justin, just to your, to what I'm, we're talking about. Yeah. Auburn annihilated Alabama. That is a big win. Alabama is good. Auburn is better. But Auburn hung 99, 99 to 81 was the final. I mean, they almost hit the century mark. That's where we are in college basketball. I have I haven't looked at it, but I know I know one thing is for for certain. I know Steph Curry has changed the game of basketball forever, and I just wonder how much the, the three pointer has to do with the increase in scoring as well. Not to say that the style of basketball has not changed. I just wonder how many more threes are being made now uh, versus you know a few years ago. I, I really. Wonder that because people watch and they change their game and you know people emulate what they see on television. Well, and I, we're in a generation now, Darren, where the college kids watch Steph Curry. They well, did. I understand that, but I, I think really to me, what's really changed the game is the shot clock. They they reduce it, and so they're what are they well, doing? Then there's they're that. putting up more shots. Okay, they've got more attempts than they've ever had, and that's just gone up. And teams are just not. Very rarely in today's game, shot clock. I mean, how many shot clock violations do you see? Oh, hardly ever. Like none, almost ever. Right, and it's and so it's, much so that I almost forget about it. And it's gone down. It's less. Yeah. Like, so the point is, is they're just shooting at a higher rate, right? They're just putting up more shots, and you put up more shots, more attempts, probably's going to lead to more scoring, mm. unless you're just having a really, really off night. I will say, watching college basketball as of late, my father. Uh, who's who have I mentioned multiple times on the show? He was uh, my basketball coach in junior high school and all that, and he was very big on shot selection, and I, uh, to the point to where I could hear him in my in my ear still about what is and what is a good shot and what's a bad shot. And of course, he learned the the old school way. And a lot of times when I watch today's college basketball, I'm looking at what I what I was taught were bad shots as the normal run of the mill type of shot being taken now. Um and it's it's not that they're just running and jacking them up, but you know, that's not a good I can almost hear him saying, that's not a good shot. Well, that's no, not a good shot. That's running. not a good shot. I know, but they are running and jacking them up. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Yeah, I, I just well, think it's more about it just it's like throwing darts, right? You've heard the saying, just just throw darts at the board. You'll you'll hit a bullseye, right? Yeah. They're just throwing darts. And I, I'm not saying that that's a Again, they are just, you know, falling down in the corner. But sometimes you do see a whole lot of bad shots. But I think yeah. they just think over time, over the course of 40 minutes in that game, that you just throw up enough shots, and more times than not, it's going to go in your favor. And it's really just about just keep throwing up shots. and Or, or more rush shots. shots. What feels like rush shot? I, I've seen multiple players shoot the ball with five seconds left on the shot clock, and if feels like there was like 
0.5 seconds to go on the shot clock with the way they're rushing the shot in the air. It just feels like, man, I got to shoot, I got to shoot, I got to shoot. And you look at them, like, there's five seconds. It was time for two more passes here if, you, if you're smart about it. But, it, you know, it, it's just a very different style. Very different style than what we saw 10 years ago, 15 years ago, certainly 20 years ago. Kentucky was at, at 50 in, in the 50s at halftime on Tuesday. Tennessee was at 50 last night at halftime. Auburn was at 55. We're just seeing scores. Like, we just haven't seen teams. And I mean, just think about it. We're not too far removed where you could easily see a, a prominent college basketball game. The score at halftime, 27 to 23. Sure. With final scores in the 50s. 27-23 halftime. Yeah. Now it's a race to 50. Yeah. In the, the first half. half. In the first yeah. half. In the first half. Yeah. They used to be the whole game. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. Bill Keen. Got a lot to get into with him uh, on the college football scene. There's a lot of things going on. There's news about Mike Vrabel and maybe flirting with college football. You heard our clip. We talked about it yesterday with Brock Bowers and what he said at mm-hmm. the Super Bowl in Vegas. There's a ton going on. National Signing Day was on Wednesday, yes, which was yesterday. You heard how we felt about it. Crickets. Just not much. But let's get Bill's take. He's been doing National Signing Days forever. So we'll talk to him next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Time now for a moment in black history as we spotlight sports legends in Tennessee. No one paved the way for black female track and field athletes quite like Wilma Rudolph. At a young age, Wilma Rudolph from Clarksville, Tennessee, faced adversity when she was first diagnosed with polio. But that didn't stop her from ranking up three gold medals during the 1960 Olympics. Her performance compelled many young female teenagers to take an interest in track and field and win her an inspiration the endowment of an icon. Wilma Rudolph, a sports legend. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I love to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled, and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. 859-9599. With our 
13 locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played all that great all year. Dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed. You know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. We'll go to KC to begin the second hour of the program here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studio. Jason Anderson, WHB uh, 810 there in KC. Mm. Does a show, uh, in fact, he just got off the air. Does a four-hour show from 10 to 2, and uh, we'll chat with him coming up soon. We'll just, I'll just ask him, are you bored? I mean, you're just bored just talking about Super Bowls every KC and Super Bowl every single year. Better Gosh. enjoy it now. I know. Kind of like uh, probably what's going to happen in Tuscaloosa, right? Hey. It's going to be a little bit. I mean, I, I think they've hired somebody good, but who, it ain't probably ain't going to look the same. Odds are it's well, not. I don't know how it could. Bill Keaton gets everything started here for live shows on these airwaves starting at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 talking a ton of college football, and he now joins us. Bill, what's going on? Hey, guys. We thought of you yesterday, National Signing Day. My reaction, big whoop. It's just, it's kind of sad, right? Like, this used to be, I I know we're not telling you a thing, we're just talking to you. You know this better than anybody. Better than anyone I mean, it just, yesterday was just almost a, just Wednesday, February 7th, like, okay, oh, great, Georgia's number one. That's about it, right? It used to take over and consume the day. Not anymore. Let me tell you how big it was. It was a planned SIG day, months in advance, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Well out in advance. In October, that February Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the month every year, was a planned SIG day. And you had parties around it. You had cocktails around it. It was a crescendo. It was, guys, something that adult men, mainly men, let's admit, had an excuse to relive their Christmas as adults. That's basically what that was. Hmm. What are they going to do? I mean, what should they do? Because if everybody's just being honest, it's irrelevant now. Like, it's you've got the early signing period and with the portals and everything. Like, yesterday, again, was just... Almost just another day, which is really sad. So what what are they going to do about it? Because it's it's basically, like I said, irrelevant. Well, December is way too busy, which includes that seventy two hour window where you can sign, which also includes the beginning of the portal stampede and, and coaches leaving and just all that chaos. The problem with fixing that right now is they've got many things they need to get to before that. But but let me digress. They need to create an early signing window, maybe in the summer before your senior year, if you're just convinced you know where you want to go. 
not to overlap with August practice, but somewhere in there prior. And then a later date, like maybe the first Wednesday in February. Maybe that's the answer. They're not going to reverse an early period, I don't believe. The problem, guys, is you've got now the schools pretty much in unison, but watching Tennessee and, and the state of Virginia openly defiant to the NCAA. The SEC office, obviously, is going to side with the SEC. The SEC and the Big Ten have formed a, a, a union of sorts where they're going to get together and meet with presidents and ADs and, and chancellors and, and the two commissioners about shaping the future. And that involves billions of dollars. So, guys, I'm afraid the where should signing day go is getting pushed back a bit right now. Okay. A little bit further down the list of things to get to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so let's talk about something they're probably going to have to get to faster. What uh, We haven't had a chance to talk to you since the two biggest conferences in college football, SEC Big Ten with 16 teams, uh, are teaming up together, Wonder Twin Powers activate, and they're going to fight the NCAA. Uh, how do you think that's all going to play out? What does all this mean? One thing that always tickles me when I somebody will call or the show or text the show or whatever, and they say, what, what do you think about future super conferences? Folks, we have two super conferences. We've got the SEC and the Big Ten. We've got 34 teams in 27 states. There's only one monster brand name not in the Big Ten or the SEC, and that's Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that's it. Now, that, that you'd love to have them either way, but that's it. Now, you could say Clemson, Florida State, those are big football brands. They are, but, but I don't know how additive they would be. I don't think they're overly popular right now with the Big Ten and the SEC. Not saying they wouldn't take it, but I don't think it's a have to right now. But what this is, guys, long-winded, is the two power leagues with all the money want more, and they want more control over the playoffs. They do not want it to be six and six. They want it to be five and seven. Frankly, guys, the SEC wants it to be all at large. And if they did that, heck, you'd have eight, eight, nine SEC teams in every year. Well, now you'd have five or six in every year. And so would the Big Ten. They'd have four or five in every year. And so that's one thing that there's an impasse with all the others out there outside of those two power leagues. Then you have the negotiation for the new playoff contract, which instead of $600 million a year that they're getting right now spread out, it's going to be in the billions, they're going to want a bigger piece of that pie too. And they're going to want control over some of the, some of the numbers when it comes to scholarships. Now, having said all that, guys, I don't think they want to completely take over and run the NCAA off. Let them have the basketball tournament. We don't need to dismantle Indianapolis completely, but I think that they are going to take and seize a lot more control. Hmm. So do Florida State and Clemson get a complex here eventually because they're not in the cool kids club anymore? They've already got it. Now, now Florida State's vocal about it. Clemson's kind of sitting back watching them, but they feel exactly the same. Frankly, so does North Carolina and Miami. Mm-hmm. Where will they go? Now, Now, one of the conversations they're, they're not talking about, meaning Tony Petiti, Big Ten Commissioner, and Greg Zanke, SEC, is that some of the conversations you've got to be having right now? Okay, hey, what are we thinking about a couple teams? Because you don't – neither league needs to expand. 
they don't need anybody unless you now unless you could get Notre Dame and Notre Dame would not fit in the SEC, but they would in the Big Ten. That's that's the exception to the rule. Nobody else is a have to. I'm sure they're discussing what do we think collectively about Clemson, about Florida State, about Miami, about North Carolina. That's the conversation they're having. Mm. I'm sure they are. Mm. Bill Keen on the line with us starts his show every morning, uh, starting at six a.m. and he'll wrap up the week tomorrow, six to nine here on WNSR. Okay. I know you're not an NFL scout, but yesterday Brock Bowers said that he would like to play for the Titans. Probably a no-no. I said this to Justin on the air. Like, I'm sure his agent pulled him aside. He's like, hey, I love you, man. But, hey, let's not, like, corner the market. Let's not, like, put teams out there. I know you're going to get asked, but let's be generic about that. But he just flat out said he'd love to stay in this portion of the United States, and he'd like to play for the Titans. As I, I know you're not a scout, but just – Watching him in college, rank him on how many great college players you've seen over the years, over the decades. Where where does he stack up? Is he on page ten? Is he on the first page, middle of the pack? Like what? Tell us about Brock Bowers through your eyes. First of all, tight ends. I thought Kyle Pitts was as good as I'd seen in a while. Just a couple of years ago, out of Florida. And with the Falcons, he's better. Uh, this kid's better. Bowers is better. Bowers is, I think, a little bit smaller version of George Kittle. Because if you think about it, Travis Kelsey is, is they say, the best tight end ever. He's not an inline dog, though, right? And, and so he's a fantastic receiving tight end. Kittle is an inline dog. Right, and he's also a good receiving tight end. That's what I think his comp is, and I think he'd be a fantastic player here, properly used, which I know is a big debate. But no, I'd love to have him. Now you're talking about just any position, boy. The problem with that is tight end is important, but it's not as important. I'd rather have if you told me I could go get a for sure lockdown cover corner. I'm going that way every day. If you told me that I can get a for sure three technique, just absolute beast D tackle like Jalen Carter a year ago, I'm going there. If you're telling me a beast rush defensive end who can play the five, the seven, the nine, whatever, I'm going there. Quarterback. So the problem with that is I don't relish the position as much as others or left tackle. Yeah. The thing is that I brought up yesterday is all the good teams have that stud tight end though. And the Titans don't have a stud tight end. Right. And he's, he's, he's a combination, which, you know, that's kind of like in basketball. What difference if you're a three or a four, do you play? Can you score the ball? Can you mm-hmm. defend? Right. I don't care what your number is, what your, what your position description is. He can do all of that. And he is very willing in the blocking game. I know that's not what you draft him about, but he is very physically willing in the blocking game. And the other thing, guys, is he's tough. He is tough in traffic. We see him make plays, and we see him run in green grass. He is very physical when he needs to be. By the way, and I looked this up, and, and Bill, you know, you, you can listen to this as well. Um, the Titans, we're talking about Brock Bowers here. My position is, Bill, the team has too many holes. The Titans do. This meant a seventh-round pick on a tight end. 
given the the condition of the team, unless unless I was convinced that he was going to be one of the best tight ends of all time, which there's no way in the world we can tell that from the outset. And by the way, very quickly, gentlemen, Travis Kelsey, a third rounder. All right, Jason Witten, third round. George Kittle, fifth round. Antonio Gates, right. undrafted. Shannon Sharp, seventh round. Tony Gonzalez is the only one that was a first-round pick out of those guys. And what I just named are the best of the best tight ends of all time anywhere on planet Earth, unless you want to go back to, you know, the Mike Ditka days. Um, and those guys are only Gonzalez was the first-round pick. Everybody else was third, third, fifth, undrafted. And Did seventh. you say Gronk? I did not are say they Gronk. Gronk. I think Gronk was second round. And you, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I snubbed Gronk on my list, so I didn't look him up here. I think, he, which, I think he was second. We'll find that. All right, Bill. I just wanted to quick commercial. So you guys that. are saying wait. You can find you can find him a little bit later. I wouldn't take him at seven. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. I can't speak for Bill, but I wouldn't take him at seven. I mean, is is Joe Alt sitting there at Notre Dame? He might be. He's going to be right in that area. Uh, I'd have to know who's sitting there, but and I love Bowers, guys. But I, I, and just knowing the issues on this team vaguely, not like you guys are covered every day, I wouldn't jump too soon. Talk to us about Tennessee against the NCAA. Now, Bill, you've been living this every day for you know a long time. I imagine right. Tennessee having issues with the NCAA is sort of like. Uh, you know, I don't know, a, 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 a really uh, a really bad rainstorm or a really bright moon. It happens occasionally, you know, so much you almost don't even notice it really, um, you know, that they're in the news about something. And I'm talking about over the decades. I'm not even talking about lately. I'm just saying over the years, it right. comes up. This happens. What I'm not used to seeing is such the aggressive stance, not from the university, but from the state when the attorney general for the state of Tennessee is talking trash about the NCAA, that's that's new territory. And I know they're not the only ones. When did the states start getting involved with the NCAA as far as firing back? I'd say the defiance started with name, image, likeness. This, this era uh, is when everything turned. And then they didn't want to police, and now they're acting like they do want to police retroactively, which is also laughable. What's What's... There's so many things that are contorted here, but th- this notion that somehow this turned into pay for play, guys, the moment they said you could start selling your name and brand, you should be able to, which is, is fair legally, right? It is pay now. For play, pay for play was immediately the game. <laughs> it, it, yeah. was, it was immediately the game, and it will be the game. And, and this notion that wow what a what a what a turn of events is just laughable Bill, the uh, NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, held a press conference on Monday, and he talked about the success in his mind of uh, of streaming. The NFL game. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure, you're, Bill, you're aware of a lot of things. The NFL right. streamed one wild card game, streaming only, uh, this year. And the commissioner declared it a, a, a wonderful success. Chiefs-Dolphins. Um, Chiefs-Dolphins is what they streamed. Uh, I think the fans, a lot of fans have said otherwise. The numbers are the numbers. College football. Are we anywhere close to where college football is close to streaming only a major game we've got a 12 team playoff that means six playoff games 
in the future, and I'm talking about the near future, the next two to three years, could we see one of those six playoff games be only on Amazon or only on Paramount Plus or only on you name it? I don't think we're there yet. Hmm. NFL is going to be a step ahead as to being able to pull that off. But it's already happening some Notre Dame games are not all on NBC. You have to get Peacock, which is NBC, but you have to order it, Mm -hmm. which is the same thing. You're paying additionally to get that event, maybe not per event, but you're having to buy Peacock. And got to remember, part of this new Big Ten contract that they just are in the middle of year one involves NBC, but also involves some of the games. That would be Northwestern and Rutgers and stuff, but those games are on Peacock sometimes. It's happening a little bit, maybe maybe not pay-per-view, but you're just talking general streaming. But I don't know, for example, you could probably pull it off in the Big Ten if you said, okay, this uh, Michigan game is going to be streamed separately on, on Big Tech somewhere or Ohio State or Penn State. But you couldn't do it if it was Northwestern or Indiana, right, or Rutgers. You couldn't pull that off. It, I don't think we're there yet, and I'm not sure how that would look like. It'd be very risky. Guys, they're about to make billions instead of hundreds of millions on this new playoff contract. I wouldn't be jerking around with that. Yeah, it, well, I, I think the NFL has got a sweet deal going, and I wouldn't jerk around with yeah. that. But but Roger but Goodell. 23 million people did do it. That's the crazy thing. I think they feel like they can do it. Doesn't matter what anybody. Thinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. Also, Roger Goodell threw out this week, and I was like, "What?" He said two. They're expecting two hundred. Now, I was. I told Justin, I was floored. I'm skeptical. On I, that. I am too. Like, I don't know where he's getting this, but he is the commissioner of the NFL. He's pretty powerful, and he just doesn't flippantly throw stuff out there. He said they're expecting two hundred million people to watch the Super Bowl. Bill, that's more than half the country. 200 million U.S. So, I mean, now, worldwide, worldwide you can get to 200 million pretty fast. But right. I, I find that hard to believe that you're going to get to 200 million U.S. when you only have 350 million people in the country. I mean, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's, that's you know, that, that's some fuzzy math. Unless everybody's got, you know, two, you know, the two things going at the same time. It depends on how you count. What do you count as a view? I'm very, I'm very curious. All right, Bill. Earlier, you and Darren were talking about National Signing Day and the fact that it doesn't mean as much as it used to. And Bill, I, you're talking to someone who has spent his fair share of National Signing Days in high school gyms in both Tennessee and Alabama, watching young men put on baseball camps and and declare. So I, I understand, you know, the hype and the tears and the flowers and the the confetti, and I get it. My question to you, good sir, is. Do we need a national signing day? Do we do we need to have one? So because Darren asked, well, how do what are they going to do? How are they going to fix it? My question is, does it need to be fixed? Like you know, why can't we just continue on without a real national signing day? Why do we need one? Just have some kids sign whenever he's ready. Just anytime. I guess whenever the yeah. kids makes the decision, he makes the decision, and then we roll on. Do, do we need a big rollout day? I think you need a finite date, maybe not the way we're using it, or dates, a couple of opportunities, just because of, look, if you get a kid alone and you're visiting with him and he's all happy, and you can get him to sign right there. 
And I, I think that would be very dangerous. I, I think mm-hmm. the number of times that a player would come back and say, no, wait a minute, I wasn't ready. I was coerced. They were treating me well, whatever. I just, I think that would be difficult. It'd be funny. Uh, hey, last night, Johnny Five Star signed. Nobody knew it. That'd be pretty funny. Got <laughs> 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 well, wouldn't get past you. Couple quick hitters right. on the way out, Bill. Uh, what did you make of Liam Cohen? Kentucky's OC goes to the Rams for a year. Back to Stoop Staff, Kentucky's OC. Now in Tampa as the Bucks yeah. OC. I don't know if he came back, got another taste of this crazy environment, and thought it's a way better life. Plus, being a coordinator is a fantastic job in that league. It's seven figures. What's your job? What's your difficulty job-wise? Six months? You're back in the office after that, but you're not chasing players. You're not evaluating uh, for the for the staff much, right? So I uh, I could see that. Now, the one-and-done thing's a little peculiar, but that – Guys, we're going to see a lot of that now. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot more of that. Okay. Um, also, we talked about this in the first segment. Sonny on our text line said that he is a West Tennessee native and Raiders fan. Bo Hardegree, I think that's how you say his name, uh, has is going to be named the new Titans quarterbacks coach on Brian Callahan's staff. And Sonny, and I did not know this uh, until I looked it up while we were talking to you, and I was like, huh. Son of a gun. Uh, he's a West Tennessee guy, uh, Bo Hardegree. He's from Jackson, and he played at UT. I didn't realize all that. Do you remember him? He's 39 years old. I don't think he was a prominent. Uh, now, he might have been there, but I don't remember him being a prominent player of any type. He, uh, he played, uh, let's see, what year? Uh, 03 to 06. Yeah, I do not. I do not recall. So he was there under Fulmer. Um, under Fulmer, I remember, yeah. I, I remember the name, but I don't think he was a difference maker. Now he may be a heck of a coach, but but as far as a player, they, I remember the name. That is it, guys. Went to Jackson Central Mary, which I'm not it's familiar. A very good school. Oh, okay. That's, that's I'm not familiar with power. that. One. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, Bill. I know it's not your forte, but we've been asking everybody we've talked to. This week, uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl? I've got the team that's not Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the San Francisco 49ers, Bill. I, I've got, yeah, I've got the 49ers. No okay. um, <laughs> and and yes, I'm part of the crowd that gets really well. I don't watch it much, but the uh, the 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 music angle of that meaning. Taylor Swift is not my thing, so that that's totally a bias. That's gonna that'll create a bunch of mad people after I hang up. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm part of that crowd. I'm part of that deviant crowd. The text line and our YouTube page is wide open <laughs> if you want to comment. Bill, always appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, have guys. have Thank a great you, rest sir. of your day. Thank you, sir. Bill Keen, uh, we'll get things started tomorrow morning at six a.m. Good stuff for him. I'm. Uh, he's picking the team, not name the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Interesting. Who's the Who are the Chiefs? <laughs> not, okay. Yes, them. <laughs> them. Doesn't matter. All right, we're wide open. The rest of the hour six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is our text line and our phone line. Also, you can respond to us on our YouTube page if you type in WNSR Live, all one word. More of the McFarland Show next year on WNSR. In a single moment. 
everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It's a Bill King Show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in him. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For today, we'll have time for clouds and sun temperatures 64 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers become likely after midnight, low 50. Friday cloudy with showers likely high 64. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. It's true. Hope you're having a good Thursday. 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside. Now, Will Levis is out in Vegas, the host city for Super Bowl 58. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, let me just say this, just mm-hmm. from, from sure. afar. Um, well, we can say that. We can get into this a little bit later. Okay. I was going to yeah. say, I, I think Vegas is going to be in a heavy rotation. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be once every 10 years. No. No, I think they'll be back soon. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back soon. Looks like they're having some fun out there. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, look, it's a natural fit. It like, is. That city it is. is exactly what a super, something of that magnitude yeah. is prepared to host, yep. right? Yep. It's, it's tailor-made for it. Yep. It really is. Oh, I see what you did there. No, no, I didn't do Good that. Job. But okay, let's you know, let's move on because I don't, I don't want to get lost over there in in that particular universe uh, with 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 Taylor and all of that. All right, hurry up before we lose Damon. All right, no problem. Let's get to Will Levis. Will Levis is the quarterback for the Titans. Uh, he talked to Jim Wyatt, the Titans beat writer for Titans. Uh, TitansOnline.com, TennesseeTitans.com. TennesseeTitans.com. I'm say the old website. Was, That's yeah, how old I am. I'm spitting well, out Titans not, Online. It's not that old. It'll I mean, still honestly. get you there, by the way, if you type in <laughs> Titans Online, because I do, and it still takes me to the website. Um, he was uh, talking with Will Levis, and uh, Will Levis was talking about his health in particular. I mean, I know that, you know, we, we knew that we had the opportunity to win a lot more games than we did, but, you know, you can't fret about those things. All you can do is look at the tape and then do what you can to improve on what you can, want to. I mean, for me, it's it's one, it's getting healthy, which I'm which I'm close to now, which is which is a great feeling. You know, um, having my body feel this way and as good as it has for the first time in you know 25 weeks or so uh, is, is really cool. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to you know just getting my athleticism back a little bit and getting my legs back and being able to be more uh, 360 player uh, than than I was this past year. So, being more of a 360 player is what he said. Darren? I don't know what that means. Are you okay? What does that mean? Uh, A a better all-around player. In other words, being able to use all parts of his game. Okay. So, that means I think he would like to run a little bit more than what he's doing, and maybe he can't because Mm. of some injuries. Well, I know, but that's the problem. He was hurt coming out of Kentucky. He's been hurt a lot. And and then he got hurt here a little bit. But to him, you know, I'm sure for him, look, if they, they don't ask players this just in. This is not a break. We don't need a breaking news sounder. They don't ask players, like, who do you want us to draft? Like, they don't. That's not how it works. But he's been hurt a lot, but he has had some really, and I mean really, crappy offensive line play. He has. Kentucky, I remember I told you that last year he was at Kentucky. I told you I had people telling me it may be the worst offensive line in the country. He took a beating. Not in the SEC. Yeah. In the country. In fact, I had one person tell me, I can't believe this guy is jeopardizing his future. I would I would sit myself. I don't he goes, I don't even know why he's playing. Yeah. Like he's at such risk behind this crappy offensive line. Then he comes here to the Titans, and we know it was a disaster of an offensive line again. So he goes from a crappy offensive line in college to a crappy offensive line in the NFL. So going back to our discussion of what to do at seven? If they were to ask him, and they're not, I'm sure he would say, "How about you get me a left tackle? Yeah, that can block somebody. Yeah, you know, I think he might pick tackle and over keep wide him receiver off me at this point. Yeah, uh, yes, I, I mean, agree. I mean, he can make something happen with somebody else, but you know, he can't get past go without that offensive line, which you know has got him hurt. And by the way, it got Ryan Tannehill hurt the year before. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, it's not like Will Levis is something brittle. It, you know, the, the offensive line's been getting guys hurt um in in this particular, you know, team for a little while. So speaking of changes, uh Will Levis also chatted about 
the change. Now, listen to this. Of course, we all know Mike Vrabel is out. And Brian Callahan is in. Where was Will Levis in all of this? Well, he's going to give you just, just a little peek inside of what he's been going through the last few weeks. Um, you know, it definitely uh, was surprising. And uh, there was that kind of uh, limbo period of, like, what's going to happen to everyone else? Like, uh, you know, once we hire somebody and all that so it was definitely a little uncomfortable just because you know there's we have no say in all of it and a lot of the times we're figuring this stuff out you know on social media before anyone else even gets the chance to tell us so um it's tough and uh you know I, we all you know love playing for coach Braves, but you know we, we know miss amy and you know the front office and everybody in the organization has a plan for us and uh, i know that i'm part of the plan and, and for her to you know think of me and include me in it uh, you know it's really special you know makes me want to work even harder for her yeah. all right for her to think of me and include me in it and we know Ms. Amy has a plan for all of us there, as what Will Levis says. Now, Amy Adams did name Will Levis in her statements, uh, both verbally and on paper, uh, talking about how excited she was about Will Levis when she made these changes and talking about the future of the team. So perhaps that's what he means when he says, I feel included. For all we know, Ms. Amy may have made a phone call to him. And said, hey, Will, I know you're seeing a lot of stuff out there. We are making some changes. This is what we're doing. You know, hope you're with us, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And he's not He's not exactly telling. But I did find it interesting that he said he felt included uh, in these changes that were being made. And the Titans have made it no secret. They like him a lot, or at least the ownership does. Um, so I don't see them in the quarterback uh, sweepstakes here at seven or any other position here. Now, backup is something different, but that that's not going to be a concern in the draft, at least I don't think. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back, wrap up the first hour next here on WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million. All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost 
or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their lives. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. All throughout their coaches, whether it's exotic smash, mouth, whoever you want to plug in here, down to the coordinators, was run the ball and stop the run. That's what the Titans have been about. The new head coach said something very, very different. DJ Damon, one more time. The, the teams that, that win the most games are generally the teams that pass the ball the best. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. You can text like Nate in Columbia. Nate says, even though we don't know the full findings, as we keep talking with more college football people, it seems like they think the Vols will get through this with the NCAA. Does yeah. This, does this make you feel better about the Vols' chances of little to no punishment or do you still feel the same as when it came out? I definitely don't feel the same as when it came out. I was pretty, you know, I actually had a little bit of fun at UT's expense. Like, man, you guys suck at cheating. Like, what? You guys got to get better at cheating. Like, this is silly. But, you know, since all this has come out, you talk to people, you kind of see stuff, and then you see Donde Plowman's reaction. And it's like, oh, well, they're. That's a you, different you, posture. You, <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. That's not. Oh, you know something that I don't know because when you come out with your chest bowed like that, yeah, you ain't scared at all. That's not the standard. Well, we are working with because the usually they're the like NCAA. Yes, yes, sir. Whatever you need, sir. Yeah, NCAA, we're, sir. We're working with the NCAA and uh, assisting with their investigation, and, do, and we'll do whatever they to, they ask uh, us to do. make sure that they uh, find everything that they need. As a matter of fact, we are uh, punishing ourselves before the NCAA investigation even begins. So when they come in here and they find whatever they find, we're going to say, yes, we know. We already we are, got rid of them. And we've already got rid of them, and we've already uh, given ourselves a, a spanking as a result of yes. this by uh, making sure that you know we don't use X amount of scholarships this year. We're putting ourselves on punishment. And where do we need to put you up? Is it any five-star? What What's your favorite Five-star hotel, we can put you up. Absolutely. And uh, we'll make sure you get... Uh, we are here yes. to serve you. We're here to help <laughs> you. Help us help you. And we're not getting any of that this time. Help me yes. help you. What is that, Justin? You got me. What? Help me help Mine. you. Help me help, help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. Isn't that... uh? 
<laughs> we are doing it this summer. Another movie. We're doing it's a movie it. reference. Yes, right. I know. Show me the money. Help right. you, Jerry Maguire, of course. Help um, me help you. And you know what's funny? I've actually seen Jerry Maguire. Um, what? I've no, seen you Jer- haven't. Yes, I have. False. That I've is seen not true. Jerry Maguire. Um, it's just, you know, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't quite ready for that at help that particular moment. Help me help you. Yes, help me help you. Tom Cruise. Okay. Well, I think you Cuba. need a refresher. Cuba Gooden Jr. I may need to see it again. Now, I will give you, it's been a long time since I watched Jerry Maguire. I will give you that. We're going to head to KC next. You Chase. had me at hello. You had me at hello. Shut up. You had me at hello. All right, we're going to come back and head to Kansas City. Jason Anderson does a talk show there. The Chiefs, man, it must be good. You know what I want to ask him right out of the gates? Well, I'll save it. You'll have to hear my yes. first question to him. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. But it'll make me laugh. That's called a tease, everyone. Maybe it'll make you laugh. Hour number two of the McFarland Show coming up next here on WNSR. Special report from ABC News. Biden classified documents. I'm Michelle Franzen. The special counsel investigating President Biden's handling of classified documents released a final report today concluding Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials following his time as vice president, but found that there's no evidence to warrant criminal charges. In the report, special counsel Robert Hurd detailed how President Biden, when he was out of office, retained marked classified materials involving military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, as well as notebooks that contained entries about issues of national security and foreign policy, implicating sensitive intelligence and methods. Hurd's report says, quote, we conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter. We would conclude the same even if there was no policy against charging a sitting president. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. President Biden's legal team in a statement says they are pleased with the investigation and conclusion that found no criminal charges are warranted. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. $3,000 to fix my transmission? $5,000 to replace the engine? You can't avoid breakdowns, but with Coverage X, no more ridiculous repair bills. Transmission, engine, electronics, Coverage X's vehicle protection plan has you covered with budget-friendly, flexible, month-to-month plans. Call 800-875-9695 or CoverageX.com. With Coverage X, unavoidable, unaffordable car repair bills are covered. Visit CoverageX.com or 800-875-9695. 800-875-9695. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do you that? Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the program this Thursday afternoon. Darren and Justin here with you. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. Hope everybody's having a great day. Man, it's awesome outside. Um, but I know rain's coming. Yeah. I, I was going to say, don't don't get too high here. I know. Rain's Friday, tomorrow, and Saturday. And then the cooler temperatures come back. Yeah. Cooler, not cold, just more seasonal. Yeah, but the way I look at it is you take, you take today's, uh, days like today, yeah, you take them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's first week of February. Yeah, like no, you take and you run sixty something degrees first week in February. There's no question about that. Um, but we are looking at the rain, and then next week um, temperatures are going to get back down to fifties and the thirties uh, at night next week. So just uh, don't don't put the sweater too far. That's all. Don't don't put that don't put that coat away for the for the shorts quite yet. That that's all. That's all we're trying to say. So, well, a lot to get to. We said this is what would happen. Yes. Yeah, we did say that. We said, hey, you know, we're not out of the woods. Yeah. There's still the possibility of an ice pellet or or two coming down at some point. Well, let's bring in Jason Anderson in KC. Does a midday show there, 810 WHB. He now joins us. Jason, how are we doing? I am good. How are you guys? Well, we're, we're doing good. I mean, we're not as good as you guys, but I mean... <laughs> You know, we're, we're hanging in there. I mean, you guys bored just talking about your team in the Super Bowl every year? I mean, yawning? It's, been, it's uh, like, huh. It, it, it's been unbelievable. I mean, honestly, it's like, you know, hard to even fathom that it's four out of five years when it was 50 years before they made one. It's like, know. you know, yeah. can they just go to one in my lifetime? And they win one, and uh, now they've been to three more and a chance to win another one. So it's been crazy, and the last two years have been really unexpected, to be honest. You know what's crazy, Jason? I, well, I, by the way, I've been talking to Jason since he was back in Louisville, and I, I'll get to that in a minute because I want to find out how surprised you were that the opponent, or you know, that they were able to go to Baltimore and do what they did. But we'll come, we'll circle back to that. Justin was there. Justin also plays TV. Justin in the mornings on the, the Fox affiliate here in town, and they sent him to KC. 
for that uh, AFC Championship game, Chiefs and Titans. Yes. And he has told the story many times yes. on the show, Justin, how and I, I'll, how basically you could cut the tension with a, it would oh. take a very large steak knife oh. because of what you were just talking about, Jason. Like, what was on the line? Like, you know, this that market was desperately wanting to get back to a Super Bowl where there were so many people in that market that had never experienced the last time they were in it. No doubt. Uh, and, and from the year before when there was a celebration and a euphoria that the Chiefs had beaten the Patriots, they intercepted Tom Brady, game was over. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to take a couple knees and the game is over. But D Ford was offsides, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, and and they get the uh, first down Oof. and they Oof. get the ball back and they win the coin toss and they um, you know uh, score a touchdown in overtime to end the game and that was uh, that was heartbreaking. It's like okay, well, you know, Patrick Mahomes is young. This was only his first year starting, so we'll see. But the last thing you wanted to do was go into another year and lose at home in the AFC Championship game because then I think at that point you start to have the doubt creep in. You start to have the is it ever going to happen? Andy Reid, he can't win the big one. Boy, Andy Reid has made one Super Bowl and seven conference championship appearances, and this guy can't get it done. And I think we've seen a little bit with um, Baltimore to a degree of, you know, that starts to sink in of like, mm-hmm. well, are they ever going to get it? Is Lamar ever going to get it done? Right. So next time they're in the playoffs, the conversation is going to be about them not succeeding in the playoffs. And you get into a, okay, well, here we go again type scenario. And that's what was on the line, I think, in that Tennessee game is the Chiefs falling into a here-we-go-again scenario. Instead, they fell into the kind of inevitability scenario of Patrick Mahomes. I did have a little fun with that game. Or that wasn't that game, though, was it? The the Mariota tipped pass to himself. That was two years before, yeah. Yeah, but it was still a playoff <laughs> game because I, I had a little it fun with that on, on Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call yeah. it, Jason. I was like, man, the Chiefs suck at, uh, you know, Bad at stopping the quarterback on tipped passes in the playoffs. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah, they, they can't stop. I mean, Mariota and uh, Lamar Jackson. Right, right. Just, at least they found a way to win one of those Let's games. Say, yeah. That's just a, a good point. Games, yeah. uh, I don't want this to come off poorly, but I'm kind of having fun with this. But I can only imagine how much this that franchise is consuming your market and consuming what you do. But here goes. If the Royals got a bunch of Mayflower moving vans in the middle of the night and just left, and let's just say they came to Nashville for the sake of this discussion, would anyone know? They would. It, they it's, would. It's okay. This has been a, yeah, yeah. They would. I mean, it's still like it's still a, um, a, a a baseball town, but obviously a football town. But I mean, the Royals have been around, you know, forever since night. I mean, not forever, but since 1969, and they've won a World Series in '85 and went to the World Series in 80, so there's a generation of fans that grew up with Royals and Yankees being the, um, the, the main rival. And so this year has been a lot of conversation just because of the new stadium and that going on the April ballot of trying to get the uh, $0.03 cent, uh, sales tax passed. And so hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Chiefs. hold up, hold up, stop, yes, stop, say, stop, say, Whoa, stop, You can't stop, just slip that in there. Stop. We did not know this. What's going on? Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah they, um, the, the April ballot's going to be the uh, Royals uh, to extend a lease uh, working with the Chiefs so the Royals can move downtown and build a downtown ballpark. Oh, oh. are we talking about retractable roof? Table. What are we talking? Or is it um, open air? No, it'll be Arrowhead Stadium is going to stay there, and they're going to they're going to uh, take over where Kaufman is right now. They're going to uh, demolish that and then do some other things that uh, the Chiefs will have sort of control over, and the Royals are going to build a downtown stadium with a quote uh, ballpark district. 
that you're seeing like in right, Texas, right. Yeah, sure, sure. places yeah. that they can control the revenue. So they would have bars and restaurants that they would, you know, team up with and that's not shared revenue in major league baseball. So they're hoping to increase the revenue to the ball club so they can spend a little bit more money. And um, they're already planning on it a little bit, which is how they kind of got the deal done with Bobby Witt Jr. So it's, it's been, it's been a crazy six months or so because trying to figure out if the Royals are going to move downtown or not, or stay where they are, or if, uh, cause they're in a lease agreement with the chiefs. So whatever the Royals do, the chiefs have to do. So if the Royals break the lease, they have to come to an agreement with the chiefs and make a deal there. And so it's been a crazy conversation. And the best thing going for the Royals is if the chiefs are on board, then I think most of Kansas city will be on board as well. So real quick, where does the soccer team play? Where's the MLS team play? They play over on the Kansas side. So yeah. ah. you know, Kansas city is just a big circle where, yeah. you know, Kansas is right, you know, cut down in the middle that the state line. Yes, sir. And so if it's a big circle, they play sort of uh, Northwest and the, uh, Royals and Chiefs kind of play right in the middle, but just on the uh, the eastern part of the state line. Yes. Um, and, and so now the Royals are going to move to downtown, and the Chiefs are going to stay out there. The issue with the Royals being, you know, in the suburbs is, you know, it's 81 dates a year, whereas the Chiefs being in the suburbs, it's an all-day affair, right? You go there, you tailgate, you go to oh, the game, yeah. people stay after, and it's eight dates a year. So you plan on it. You plan your day around that. With the Royals, like, well, you're driving out there to park, go to the game, and then leave and not do anything else. And there's well, nothing else down, around there to do. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing mm-hmm. else right, around absolutely. there. It's empty space. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so if they build downtown and they have the ballpark district, then people can go to bars, restaurants, uh, be downtown, businessman special, right? The 110 first pitch where the guys are like, you know what, let's, uh, let's go to the, the game. Let's walk over here to the game because you're already working downtown. So that's the dream that the Royals want to put out there. But it's still going to have to pass the vote, and wow. uh, that's going to come up on April for them to, to be able to do that. Wow. I'm glad I asked that question. I, I, had, I, had, no no I had no idea this was that going That was on. the answer we wow. were going to get. Okay. Jason Anderson on the line with us, uh, 810 WHB there in KC, does a midday show. So, Andy Reid, uh, he's, got, he's got the best quarterback in the league. He's got the best tight end in the league. What, is, is anybody asked the question, like, how long he's going to do this? Does that being discussed is that something that nobody is it taboo you don't discuss that like i mean i don't know i don't even know andy reed's age but i mean he's been doing this a long time he's he's gonna be a first ballot hall of famer what what is the you know what do you think jason what do you guys talk about that or no we do i mean he's in his mid-60s right now and so we've talked about it because there have been some and and i can't even call them reports like you know mike florio said that I'm hearing whispers that it's on the Chiefs' radar that Andy Reid is going to retire one day. Well, yeah, he is going to retire <laughs> one day. <laughs> I don't even have to say there's whispers. I'm reporting right now, guys. Uh, Jason is reporting Andy Reid will retire at some point in his career from the Kansas City Chiefs. And if that ever happens, make sure you credit me first, okay? Okay. Um, That's the so groundbreaking some, stuff right heard there. It there. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. There's been some, you know, talk about it. And Andy Reid's been asked about it a couple times. And his his answer has kind of been a blanket statement of like, look, um, I deal with the season. And those are things that will come up in the offseason. Uh, but, you know, I'm old. I'm just not that old, right? I mean, that was one of the lines that he used. Another one was, yeah, I'm not thinking about that anytime soon, right? I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this game too much. And the people around him, um, Adam Teicher, who uh, covers the Chiefs for ESPN, wrote a story about Andy Reid a couple of days ago in the possibility of retirement. And the takeaway from that story is people around him are going, 
if he retires, what's he going to do? Um, and, and one of Andy Reid's uh, lines was, uh, some people go to beaches, some people go to novels. I watch football plays. And that's what he does. When he's on vacation, he'll be in his office. They've got a, a beach house. And it's a well-known story that his wife talks about and his, you know, uh, people that know him, that when he's there on vacation, he's in his office watching football plays. It's what he does. He'll have note cards and draw out plays. It's his life. It's what he does. He eats cheeseburgers and, plays and, and watches football and studies the NFL. And so I don't know what he would do if he retired. Like Travis Kelsey, when he retires, we know what he's going to do. He's going to go into acting. Is it going to be a second career? Right? Uh, Andy Reid, it's all he does. And so I can't imagine somebody who has been coaching as long as he has to be in a position to where he's got the relationship with his GM and Brett Veach. He's got Patrick Mahomes. He's got his system in place. He's got, you know, the culture around the office that now it's sort of running the way that you want it to go, it, it would be odd that now would be the time to step away and go, you know, we can win more Super Bowls. I'm good. I finally got to where I wanted to be after, you know, 20, 25, 30 years of coaching. It would be an odd time to step away, honestly. I grew up a sh- fan of the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, I remember, you know, watching uh, Michael Jordan as we all did. But I was a fan mm-hmm. at that particular stage in my life watching Michael Jordan and I remember the guys in sports radio at the time saying about it there in Chicago soak this in enjoy this Mm -hmm. you don't know how special this is that what we're watching here is one of is the greatest of all time at his peak winning championships so much so that we take it for granted and we're looking for things to nitpick and talk about because of how incredible the last 10 years has been. So I say all that to say this. Are you aware at all about the about how special what you are watching really is when you watch Patrick Mahomes? Which there's only a few guys. If he gets this done on Sunday, this is Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw territory. Are you aware of this as someone who's living through it there in the city? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's hard to fully embrace it and appreciate it at the time. With even even if you tell yourself like this is not supposed to happen, right? This just doesn't happen. I, I went my whole life. I mean, the the Chiefs uh, made the Super Bowl. I was thirty nine years old, and and I went from the time when I was thirteen until the time I was thirty six for them to win a playoff game. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and now it's not only win a playoff game, it's like, oh my goodness, the Chiefs have to play a road playoff game. (laughs) You know, they played 14 straight playoff games at Arrowhead, you know, outside of the Super Bowls. Like, that's just an an astronomical number to think about, uh, right? Because that would be like over a 30-year span to me if they played 14 games at Arrowhead in the playoffs. Instead, they did it over a five-year run, and so or or six-year run now. It's unbelievable. And so I think even, like, if you're being honest with yourself, like that surreal moment or that surreal feeling, like I think even – when you're living it, it's hard to truly, really appreciate it because you're in the moment of that. But I think most people around Kansas City have talked about that. We've discussed that, that just try to soak it in as much as possible. I've made the comparison to like when you're in college or something and, you know, I was in a fraternity and you'd have alumni come back and they'd be like, man, enjoy it, man. These are the best days of your life. I'm like, all right, old guy, 25 year old, you know, cool. Leave me alone, man. (laughs) This weirdo, this weird old 25 year old over here talking about the best. uh, Cool, man. I'm trying to go do something else. But then like, cause I don't think you're, you know, you're not wise enough. You haven't lived enough to really know that life isn't going to be like that when you get older, that when you have kids and everything, you get into sort of that grind. Um, So I've compared it a little bit to that, but I think there is, a great appreciation of what we're watching. And I think 
the appreciation comes with pressure or stress of you don't want to let it slip away and look back and go, man, how'd you only get one Super Bowl? That to me was the importance of last year. Is yeah. that Green Bay for all those years, you go, wow, Aaron Rodgers only won one Super Bowl, really? And if they were to lose to the Eagles last year, you'd be saying this connection of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, you know, for the first four years of Patrick Mahomes starting, they only got one Super Bowl. They only won one. Like, they've been there. They've had opportunities. And so last year winning two solidified that. And now the pressure is almost like you appreciate it, but you're stressed because now you want to be appreciated historically. Like, okay, well, if they win this one, it can be regarded as the greatest five-year stretch in the uh, salary-capped era, that a greater five-year stretch than what the the Patriots had when they won three in five years because they didn't have a back-to-back. They won a Super Bowl, lost the conference championship, won a Super Bowl, lost a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. The Chiefs would throw in three Super Bowl wins, but a back-to-back to go along with it. Three more wins overall in the regular season and postseason than what the Patriots did over that five years. If they win on Sunday, like that's the territory they're in. And, you know, you never know if you're going to have a chance to win back to back. And somehow, some way, Patrick Mahomes is already on his second chance to win back to back Super Bowls. The appreciation is there, but I think the stress builds of like, you want to be able to look back on this time in 20, 30 years and people go, man, that was the best dynasty we've ever seen. Because everybody wants that sort of feel of their team, right? Like the Bulls. It's like, yeah. you know, Jordan or LeBron, shut up. It's Jordan, man. Yeah. He won the, you know, He's repeated twice. Yeah. Get out of here. Six and eight now, years. If he, yeah. If he won one, lost one, won one, and then the next time won one, lost one, won one, it wouldn't be viewed the same. Viewed the same. All right. Uh, formality purposes, just because we've asked everybody this week, Jason Anderson, who do you have to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have the uh, I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. The team in red, um, right? I, yes. Uh, uh, I I do uh, I do think they're the better team, and I think they're the better defense. I think they got a better coach, and I think they have the better quarterback. So all of those things, you know, added in. I've got the Chiefs. Plus, I mean, you can't doubt the Taylor Swift effect. I mean, oh, come on, oh boy. Her, so her, how I much mean, do you guys, as we wrap this up, say, a lot. seriously, really, a lot? You do you talk a about lot. it yeah, a lot? Yeah, we, we we talk about it a lot. Um, I, I've, I, we've had so much fun with it because it breaks up the monotony of a football season, right? That you're talking about the same things over and over again. So it's been fun sort of to, you know, to play along with that. Uh, I think Travis has handled it as well as he probably could this week. But, I mean, her favorite number is – her lucky number is 13. And this is Super Bowl 58. And 5 plus 8 is 13. Oh, I've heard all of yeah. this. 4 yeah. plus 9 is 13. Oh, okay, my. San Francisco's the one seed. The Chiefs are the three seed. That's yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on February 11th, which is 2-11. <laughs> yeah. 2 plus 11 is 13. Yeah. This Boy. will be the 13th game she's attended this year. Oh. Guys, come wow. on. Okay, well, he They're answered that 13, question. 27 14, <laughs> <laughs> they win by 13. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Jeez. Well, you were prepared for that. And boy, the answer is emphatically <laughs> yes. yes. They talk about it a lot. Wow. Jason, yeah, right. that's impressive. <laughs> it's been amazing, man. That is really it's, impressive. <laughs> I said, I know you guys got to go, but I said, real quick, we were, in, we were talking about the game in Buffalo and Jason Kelsey going crazy. And I said, tell me which one of these would be wrong before the season started. That Blake Lively and Kara um, uh, uh, Delave would be cheering on the finalist for Sexiest Man of the Year, Jason Kelsey, in a suite with Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, while losing to the Bills in the divisional championship game. Which one of those is not right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's the losing to the Bills. Yeah. The right. wow. <laughs> That's, My head hurts now. Wow. No. <laughs> Again. It's amazing. 
we had several questions in this yes. that we did not expect the answers no, that we got. No. Well done, Jason. Hey, <laughs> always a pleasure. Thanks for doing this. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you down the road. Yes, we will. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, guys. Jason Anderson, he does middays there on 810 WHB there in Kansas City. J810 Anderson on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, good stuff from him. Wow, that was fun. Whatever you want to call We're going to come back. Uh, look, we're, we're talking about what's going on in Vegas, but we're also talking about what you're going to be doing here, right? Like This Absolutely. is going to be a big weekend, especially on Sunday. You probably have plans. We're going to tell you maybe what you should be thinking about or maybe help you with your plans when we come back. You're listening to The McFarland Show here on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Rolling along on this Thursday afternoon, having a lot of fun. Darren and Justin here with you. We are the McFarlands, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Good interview there with Jason Anderson yeah. in Kansas City. Golly. Must be nice talking about your your NFL team and your market going playing Super Bowl every well, year. They, they did have to wait 50 years. Well, true. But, I mean, I'm saying this little run right here is pretty, pretty good. Oh, yeah. No, it's historically I, good. I, I may be a little bit jealous. It's historically good. Wouldn't it be fun if we were doing that here? It would be fun. Every year? But, but again, they had to wait 50 years for it. But but now that it's here, it's fine. But with that being said, you yes. know we can still have fun on Sunday. Yes, we can. We can still enjoy the game. I plan to. We can to. still gather with folks mm-hmm. and watch it over you know drinks and food and have fun. And to help us with all that is Shanice Ireland. She is on the line with us, food and lifestyle influencer. Uh, Shanice, did I say your first name correct? If I didn't, it's okay. I mess up all the time. You did. Congratulations. I know it's... It's a weird one. I get asked all the time, like, is that your real name? It is. No, it's a cool name. name. (laughs) Honestly, it is a cool name. Thank you. you. So let's just put that out there right now, right? Um, (laughs) This this Sunday, like, the the commissioner of the NFL just said, and we've talked about it this week, like, they're expecting, they are expecting, now, we kind of have our doubts, but they're expecting 200 million people in the U.S., Shanice, to watch this game on Sunday. Now, that is a huge number. That is over half of the country watching this game and paying attention to this game and probably doing it with other folks, right? Because this is a yeah. big, big weekend to gather and watch it to you know with some people that you like. Yeah, it is. And, I, I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to state the obvious here, but, of course, all the ladies are going to be watching Taylor Swift but, um, or in the commercials in the halftime, but that's okay. But it is. It, it's a great time to get together. I love uh, the Super Bowl. I love watching the big game because I feel like in February we kind of go through this drought. You know, we, we might have done dry January. We might not have. We come off the holidays, and we're kind of like, all right, it's time to get together with people again. So it really is a great time, uh, whether you're hosting or whether you're attending a gathering, it's always good to come um, with something. You don't want to show up empty-handed no. either way. No, you don't want to be that guest. No, that's no, a we bad idea. That person, <laughs> it's a bad idea. Like you just came to eat and drink. That's it. it you came to consume. If you all? if you did participate, and I did, I had a lot of friends that, and I was like, well, okay, cool. I mean, that makes you feel better. I did not. Maybe I maybe I need to jump on board next year. Uh, I'm not doing dry February. I didn't do dry January. So if you did participate in dry January, you may be ready to, you know, maybe consume some beer on Sunday. I mean, I'm just saying. Do you have any good suggestions if maybe one had you know, participated in dry January? It was like, you know what, though? January's over. It's February now. 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, of course we want to say drink responsibly, especially if you're coming off of a drought. You know, if you're coming out of a dry spell. Good advice. That's good advice. Good advice. Good yeah. advice. <laughs> you may want to be drinking the water as well. And <laughs> hydrate, as, yes. Uh, yes, as, yes. As, mix as, in a glass. Hydrate. Um, but I'm glad you asked. Uh, I, you know, I would love to talk about Garage Beer. This is a really fantastic beer. Um, it's going to sound really cliche to say, but it's a beer-flavored beer. I mean, when you when you open this thing up and you taste it, it's really light and flavorful, and you feel like you're just sitting around with your buds in the garage having an ice-cold beer. So what's wonderful about this brand and this particular uh, beer is it's great to serve for a gathering because it's not the kind of beer that's going to taste like hand soap or, you know, it's so heavy that people are thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't even see through this glass. Um, so it's a really great to serve for a gathering of folks. And also, guys, bonus, you can use this as an ingredient as well. Perhaps you're going to be making up some macaroni and cheese casserole. Mm. You can actually mm. include the beer into the recipe, and it gives it a little bit more flavor. Uh, you know, it gives it a little bit spice. It kind of elevates your mac and cheese. And when people ask, what's that secret ingredient? You can be like, I, I poured beer in this thing, and it's fantastic. No, a lot of people like to soak their ribs sometimes in uh, beer. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah? I'm going to go on and let the McFarland secret out Yeah, on my chili. That is oh, one, chili? one of the only option. things that I do that I cook that people tend to really, really like. My secret ingredient is a bottle of beer. Well, there you go. Wow. There or you a go. can of beer. Oh. What I, I, you, I, well, that's why I top it off after all the ingredients and I'm letting it simmer. I put in a beer in my chili. So the the garage beer, how does it how does it come? Is it in a can, bottle, both, and and you know how does how does that work? Like where do we find it? Where do we see it? Yeah, it does. It comes in a can. You can find it at your local convenience stores. Um, and the the branding of it is really wonderful. I mean, it's just it's just a. a a black box with white letters that just say garage beer. I mean, it's as simple as, as it comes. And I think that um, folks that might be looking for something a little bit different, they want to serve a different kind of beer, maybe something people haven't tried before. It's really a great beer to go ahead and bring to your gathering or even just to have out for the big game because it's very approachable um, and people won't be turned off by it because, as I said, it's, it's just super light and it's um, a really quality beer. Is it new to Tennessee? Have you guys been here a little a little while here in Nashville? And you know, if so, welcome. But is it is it new to the market here? Newish, yeah. So I'm actually based in Columbus, Ohio. This is where it's brewed um, in Ohio, and uh, so it's it will work, you know it's slowly but surely making its way to different markets. So um, you they should be at most convenience stores there in Nashville. Um, but you can always ask around, or you can, of course, hop onto the website, which is just drinkgaragebeer.com, if you're having difficulty finding it. I looked it up this morning, yeah. Justin. You know where I live. Yes, I do. In Smyrna. By the way, you can listen uh, to us on 107.9 in Smyrna. Three locations right by my house. Where they've got the garage they've beer ready garage to go. Beer. Yep, and I did not know that. Got the garage beer in the black. Now, now I do. In the black box with the white letters. There you go. Look at you. <laughs> I pay Very attention. Simple. I take notes. That, that's called comprehending there what we go. was said. There well we go. Done. I'm listening to her. Shaughnessy, any, uh, leave us with this. Um, again, you. by the way, you've thrown out some really, really good tips. So it, it, getting together. So this is really about watching the game. But rank, go back to what you just said. So you've got Usher and 
a couple surprise guests we've learned. Sure. For halftime. Never know. Uh, you've got the Taylor Swift effect where she's evidently doing a concert in Tokyo. Tokyo. And yeah. then jumping on her private jet and I, getting to Vegas. The, the math is having fun. Okay. Funny. Okay. We'll see. I'm just telling you <laughs> She'll what. She'll be able to bend time and space. Somehow. I'm not reporting this. That's what's being reported. So you've got that and the commercials. We're going to leave the game part out of it. I know we're a sports talk show. We'll leave the game part out of it. How would you, Shaughnessy, rank the commercials? Which one are you? Uh, rank them in order. That's the most important to you. The halftime show, <laughs> the commercials, or the Taylor Swift effect? Well, I don't know if people are going to love me or hate me, but Uh-oh. I'm not really a Swifty guy. I don't, I'm not really Swifty, guys. I don't, I don't really get it, okay. honestly. So, um, and I even have a daughter. She's nine. She's, like, totally into that age where she can get sucked in. And I'm like, I like her, but I, I don't, I'm not there to see her. Uh, the commercials, I feel, I don't know if you guys agree with this. I feel like in recent years, they just, they're getting leaked, you know, through social media. I feel like I've seen the Uber Eats one over and over again with the Beckhams, and it looks great, but I don't feel like I need to watch the Super Bowl to be surprised by that. Um so I don't know. I guess I'll go with the game. I mean, I think it might be a blowout, but maybe I'll be there for the game. And the, and wow. The Wait a minute. Wow. Yeah. I said wow. leave the game out of it. She went wow. straight to the game and wow. said blowout. It's a two-and-a-half-point, two you know, wow. game. Vegas thinks. But Man, well, it seemed like she wanted to put that out Jonathan there. Shaughnessy says, nah, this is going to be a blowout you one way or the other. get her back next weekend. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if it's a blowout, we'll have you on Monday's yeah. show. Good grief. <laughs> Predictor. You never know. I don't know. I mean, I think you also forgot, like the you know, there might be a surprise proposal in there too. Let me put that thing recorded as well. Just messed up. So, so I know she went. She was like pushing Swifty yeah, aside, right. and then got sucked yeah, right back right into back it. In, just I a like different way. First, yeah. different way, different way. All right, uh, you can follow. By the way, uh, what we've been talking about, Garage Beer, and by the way, I'll put out some locations. When we uh, wrap things up here on Instagram at Drink Garage Beer, Shaughnessy, how can they find you on Instagram? Yeah, or is it so Insta? I'm, just, I'm trying to sound cool. Or is it Insta? Is it the gram? Like, I'm not really cool. So <laughs> it's okay. I'm not either, guys. <laughs> I'm a lot older than I probably sound. <laughs> uh, it's just at Shaughnessy Ireland. You can just Google my name. I'm pretty sure there's like one of me out there, so it, it's pretty easy to find. Yeah, that, hey, there is an advantage with being Shanice Ireland. Your <laughs> name is probably always available on social media. True. It, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm going to go with the good thing. <laughs> hey, thanks for the visit. Thank Enjoy, you. Enjoy uh, your weekend. Enjoy Sunday. And uh, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Of course. Anytime. Bye, guys. All right. Shanice Ireland, uh, food and lifestyle influencer. Good stuff from her. And I said, leave the game out. And she went in straight into blowout. Straight mode. in. Now, she didn't say which team, but she just said blowout. Now, we're going to make our picks tomorrow. McFarland's six pack of picks. By the way, Garage Beer should sponsor our six pack of picks. Yes. They fold right into that. I mean, hello. Now, we didn't ask if it comes no. to the six pack. <laughs> We didn't. But, you know, I would think. <laughs> that's kind of standard, right? It, that's kind of standard. And if, if they don't, they can start with us. <laughs> it's okay. No doubt. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. 
as you listen to The McFarland Show here on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Shaughnessy, Ireland. Good stuff from her. That was fun. That was fun. 
and uh, I hope I hope board there. you know no disrespect. I hope she's wrong. I I hope it's a great game and it's like decided in overtime. I do too. I'd be surprised if it's a blowout. I really would. I would be as well. But you know, you know, sometimes Super Bowls do surprise us. Sometimes they get out of hand. Some of them do really fast, and and these things can happen. So. Um, but I, too, hope for a great game because it's the last one. It's the last game of the season. So Super Bowl is always bittersweet for me because of uh, the fact that it's the last It's the last one of these that we're going to see for a while. So Mike tweeted at me and asked. Um, yeah. He said that he's never placed a sports bet. And he said he's going to give it a try on Sunday ah. with, with $100. Oh. And he said, other than who wins. Mm-hmm. Can you recommend what types of bets are worth trying? Well, I'm going to sit this one out and let Darren so, McCarlin well, start talking here. I think my answer to Mike is going to be let me uh, let me give that answer tomorrow. Like I want to want to do a little bit more research. And what I would really like to steer him towards is this is a good time to you know they always it you know in the how in the realtor market. Yes. Sylvester could he would this would be Real right estate. up his alley. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Armour, right? He would be like, okay, you're not now you're talking my language. They say it's a, it's um, you pointed to me. I thought a, you were asking me a question. Yeah, it's a buyer's market, right? <laughs> right, right. It's a buyer's market. Yeah. Okay, so that's good, right? Or right. it's a seller's market. Right. If you're selling, that's good for you, right? So put yourself into whatever one is good for you. Mm-hmm. For in his case, he's someone that's looking to try it for the first time. What I would like to do, because there's a lot of, of them out there offering some great deals right now, because they know the magnitude of this weekend. They know the magnitude of Sunday, right? Yes. Like there's going to be billions bet on the Super Bowl. Yes. 23 so, billion. Is, that, is yes. that right? Yes. Okay. 23 billion. Yes. Worldwide or U.S.? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I could try to find out, but I don't know. Okay. 23 billion is the number that we... We've been uh, broadcasting okay. all morning over there. Good to know. So the, there's going to be billions, and I said billions, plural. And I want to help Mike with. There's some. This is a great opportunity to take advantage of the specials that they're out there. So I'm going to steer him towards the ones that are going to offer him the best specials. Like they've even got a lot of them right now. They're, they'll you know if you lose, they'll give your money back to you in bonus bets. So. Like that's the best thing in the world, right? You, you, you do you bet the whatever you want, and if you lose, they're gonna give it back to you in bonus bets. So bonus bets means credits. Credits. Okay. Yes. So it's not cash; it's just no, credit but that it, you can use but towards you can your go, next bet. But you're gonna get another crack at trying to get your money back and win some money. Okay. Right. Yeah. Or, or well, win money, not get your it. money back. Win some money. To win some money. So yeah. I'm just trying to, to separate what the, what the bonus bet means versus real money. It's basically saying, okay, in Mike's case, which, you know, if he goes this route, I, you know, my suggestion may be get a little bit friskier. If you feel strongly about something, let's say you want to double it, do $200. Because if you're going to get $200 back in bonus bets, if you lose, you'll have another opportunity to, to make your money. Wow. All right. You know, I'm because you're you're basically getting a, a free marker. Yes, but you they, are. But they want you that's the whole point. They, they want you to continue they're, they're to driving, bet. Right. Yeah. They, exactly. They're that's trying the whole to, incentive. They're just driving they're just trying to drive traffic. Yeah. Like because they know more than likely you're not gonna just do a one off. Well <laughs> in, in this case if mo- you most people don't. But if he wins, the good news is 
with a no risk, if he wins, then he can he can cash off cash out. He can be a one off. Yeah, just take his money and run if that's what he wants to do. But so, but, Mike, I'm going to hold off. Yes, on Twitter, Mike, I'm going to hold off and I'm going to answer your question tomorrow on the show. I want to do a little research and try to steer you in the right direction. The American Gambling Association is the one that came out with this number of uh, $23 billion. They say a record 68 million Americans are expected to wager in on the Super Bowl. Last year, the number was $16 billion. So it's expected to increase there mm. from 16 By to 23 $7 billion. Yeah, $7 billion Jeez. in sports betting. Uh, I saw one estimate from another report that says one in four one in four people watching the Super Bowl or one in four Americans. I, and that's know, whatever one it is. day. It's one day. How about that? It's one day. One One afternoon. 615-844-5600. Let's go to the phones. Mike. Mike, what's up? Good afternoon. Well, different Mike here. Different but, Mike, uh, yeah. Okay. Talking about money. Uh, this morning, JB mentioned, uh, I think, that Taylor Swift's trying to get the NFL to pay for her flight back, which I, I, in a way I can see, you know, as much attention as she's brought to the NFL and uh, new eyeballs, but, I, you know, I think she can kind of afford that herself or her boyfriend can. Um, that that brought up – that made me think – I don't know, you might have saw this there in a few weeks ago. I believe it was uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, oh, boy, did I, oh, did I ever, Mike. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. For I, the, uh, the – sin- Send the team to Cooperstown, which yeah. I I don't know the price. You you know I oh, I, I went know. about fifteen years ago as an umpire. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they they pay umpires don't get paid there. No, There's they do not. Might, but umpires don't get paid. That's kind of a charity. But the no, they do. No, they do get paid. Now we we have to. Every team has to pay. Have to has to provide an umpire. So I had to go out and hire an umpire and pay him. Now it was all me negotiating. It's not. Cooperstown, but if you don't bring one, they charge you thirteen hundred dollars. Gee, so that's okay. the new rule since well, the last time you did it. Well, I didn't. I didn't. The, the team that the team I went with, they pay all my expenses. I did not get paid to umpire. Oh, they did all time. your expenses. Okay, okay. I know. That's I, was a, also that's offered, I was off, but I was offered from somebody else a few years later. He would give me five hundred dollars to, to go up there, and I'm like, I, I can make that much that much here, and it, it was a neat experience. And, Going downtown and seeing all the shops and going to the Hall of Fame wasn't the experience. I just don't. That's not. That's not. And she took some heat for it. That's that's not what GoFundMe should be for. No, no. And and if the kid if the kid needs some help, then maybe they should offer some scholarship because whoever runs that thing up there. I, back then it was sixty teams a week. I think it's a hundred now. Mm-hmm. So they are not raking. No, they are raking. As far as not as far as not paying umpires and whatever, but anyway, you have a good experience. Uh, did you happen to see? I mentioned. Well, this hold this on, my, hey Mike, real quick. I, I, I'm glad you brought this up because we yeah. I've done. We, I've probably talked about it 95 percent off the air, yes. and on the air. Yes, and Justin's aware of it because I made him aware of it. So we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, Mike, because I've had a lot of conversations about this. I'm telling you, the minute it can't, because I was made aware of it, and I saw it not. Not too long after she put it out there on social media, she's got 3.5 million followers on Instagram, and it's 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 Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And she's doing a GoFundMe, and I literally said to anybody that I had this conversation with, "This is going to go poorly for her." Like, I understand what she's trying to do, but you're Alyssa Milano. You can't do this. You cannot put out a GoFundMe when you're Alyssa Milano saying, "Hey, 
you're a fan of mine. I need you to pay for my kid to go to Cooperstown. We're going to Cooperstown. I get it, but it's gonna. She's gonna. I said she's gonna get a lot of blowback. And Mike, she got a lot of blowback. It was bad. And then people went well, too far I, with it. They started saying stuff about her kid on the internet. And that's when I know, no. I know. And then that's when it goes too far, right? Then you get people that go the, to the far extreme, and then they bring their kid into it, and they start mm. saying mean things mm. about her kid. It's not mm. her kid's fault. And that's when people take it too far. But quite honestly, I say shame on her, even though I don't know her. She should have never, whoever she, I, she probably didn't run it by anybody. She probably just made her own decision. And unfortunately for her, it was a bad one, in my opinion. Well, did Clay Travis offer to pick up the tab or something? I oh, I don't know about, about that. About, no, I don't who, know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't that. know. I read something where mm. he's not exactly the best role model as far as if he's not. He's been known to yell at umpires at little league games, and that's just not that. That's just not right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that doesn't sound uh, like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there, and then Cooperstown. The way it's set up, the parents have Shock. to sit down in the corners so they can't yell at the umpires. Oh, is that right? Could, okay. They have to sit. They it's all it's got a solid green wall around it, and the parents sit down in the corners. Oh wow! So okay, that, that was a good memory. Hey, real quick, there was a huge article two days ago in USA Today about this Lincoln University in California. Uh, it's 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 kind of similar to the uh, to the Bishop Sycamore scandal. Oh boy! It's kind of it's kind of a, they played at TSU. They played. Twelve road games. They're 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 not accredited. They don't have a their own field. They don't have a trainer. They I don't even know if they even make the kids go to classes. Just trying to be a a football fan. And they, they have basketball too. Gary Payton is the basketball coach, which I don't think he will be after the comments he made in there. But uh, it was an interesting race. It's sad that that's how some of this has gotten. The, the, the documentary about Bishop. Sycamore when they played IMG and got beat fifty eight to nothing, and that but I that IMG Academy they had brought in a lot of money down there. Mm-hmm. I did not know that the team that TSU played was was uh, that type of school. I didn't know that, huh? So they're not even accredited it, it school. An, yeah, it it has an actual building. It's got like two hundred, but they two hundred students, and they said this will bring in. It's I, it, it's quite a story. I don't. It's sad that that's what some of these have gotten to, where it's just all about football and sports, and hmm. and and academics is just on the back burner. Yeah, interesting. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. I see it here. Yeah, I see it. Hey, I just saw where uh, the SEC handed out some checks today, today or yesterday. Each team's going to get like fifty-one million. Oh, I thought it was. It's more than that. Well, you get more if you went to a bowl game. I saw. I read fifty-one point three million. Okay. If you want to look at a bowl game, you get more. But I think the Big Ten, they're, they're handing out even bigger checks. Oh, yeah. I thought the SEC was more than that. I'll have to look into that because I get all their emails. Okay. Thank right, you, Mike. Have a good day. You Thank too. you, Mike. We'll take our final break. Come back, wrap up Thursday edition of the McFarland Show next here on WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. 
Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 250 5th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142 That's 800-649-0142 In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. To me, Lamar looked like he wanted to prove a point. And Instead of just playing the game. Exactly. I did, agree with you 100%. Didn't want to use his legs as much. Wanted yep. to show that he could win this game passing. And like that tip pass that him. he caught three years ago, he would have housed that sucker. Yeah. You're right. I think he, he played to prove a point instead of playing to win the damn game. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Well, son of a gun. Not that I didn't think Mike was right, but I, I thought the number was higher. But he is uh, correct. Uh, SEC distributed $51.3 million per school. Now, this is for the 2022-23 fiscal year. So $51.3 million per school, according to Greg Sankey. Mm. That's seven. They chopped up a $741 million pie. Wow. How about that? That's rather impressive. And that is up. Um, it's a $19 million increase from the total uh, 
from the 2021-22 fiscal year. Wow. $19.2 million increase. Wow. That's rather impressive. From 718 to 741. Okay. It's good to be in the SEC. Getting Um, that money. The Big Ten. I think they chopped up 58.8. Well, that's less. No, that's more. Well, you said they chopped up 58.8. No, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. They, They chopped up. They made. Okay, uh, that's how much they gave their, their 58.8 million okay. each. That, that's how much the pie was. That's mm-hmm. Okay, all right. A bit of a difference there. All right. We knew the Big Ten was was making more. I mean, the Big Ten, is, they've done it right. Well, to be fair, they've also got the bigger markets than the SEC do. does as well. They do. They've got the Chicago, Chicago market. They've got New York in their market. You know, Detroit. And Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, so they've they've got you know the SEC doesn't Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah, they Columbus. don't have they don't have those kind of markets uh, in the SEC. They've got good markets, you know, but you know they've got Atlanta, you no, know, but, and all that. But to your point, I mean, yeah. they got Atlanta and Asheville, and now now Dallas, they're gonna add Dallas, Dallas and Houston and, and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's gonna get better. Tampa, yeah, yes, but yeah, Jacksonville. They got you know New Orleans and Atlanta and Nashville. Those are the the major, you know. Jacksonville. Yeah, good, but not New York or Chicago. Yeah. Thanks for bringing, uh, thanks for bringing that to our attention, Mike. Good stuff. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Good show. A lot of fun. Looking forward to wrapping it up tomorrow. The Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl picks. And all things sports gambling. Man. We've got your handles or whatever they call it. What is it? What is it? The thing that they. We'll handicap it. Handicap it for you. I don't know the language. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. Bill Keen starts things off at 6 a.m. Greg and John, 9 to 11. And then we'll see you to sign off tomorrow for the week at 2 o'clock. On WNSR. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Here's your host, Zach Gelb.